This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. It's a hump day. It's a Wednesday. If you're driving home in your car, if you're headed home early from work, congratulations. You are now over halfway through the week, headed towards the weekend, which means you're one step closer to the national championship. You're one step closer to week 18 in the NFL. And you're one step closer to NBA, college basketball. Whatever, you know what? Whatever you like watching, congratulations. You're one step closer. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. We would love to hear from you on the block because that is the Sardarium text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. You can also check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Interact with us on all of those platforms. And my request to you is give us a like, subscribe, share. We greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Also, want to make sure to give a shout-out to Mary Ellens. They are back open today. So it is a Wednesday. If you're headed home and you're and you're headed past 27th and Pine Lake, go ahead and treat yourself. Why not? It's almost the weekend. There's always reason to treat yourself, and Charles and his crew will hook you up. Strick, I'll go ahead and let you speak on this because, Evan Bland, I said that you were a fan of of the catfish and the yams. Did I get it correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, you got it correct. Is that the good one? That is one of the, my favorites there. Absolutely. See, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you know your co-host. Also, Austin joining us today. Uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? How you, how you starting to like the crew? Starting Love the crew. Yeah. You guys have been nothing but, but great to get to know. Yeah. I appreciate the uh, the welcome welcoming uh, environment yeah. atmosphere so far and hey we're talking sports you know hard to, hard <laughs> to have a, give a bad vibe you're sitting around talking sports it doesn't get much better than that especially when you get to talk to a uh, husker hall of famer all right yeah. guys uh let's go ahead and get into it nfl buy or sell uh usually do it this time on tuesdays but we were off on monday so push us back a little bit throughout this week so we're gonna have it on a wednesday so strick uh my first question to you guys austin you included uh so it looks like the cowboys are the or the eagles not sure which one at this point in time will be that first wild card team as it currently stands and how it will stand. They will play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs. So Strick, we'll start with you and then go with Austin. The Cowboys or the Eagles, who ends up getting that wild card spot, are a first round exit in the NFL playoffs. Um, I, I think that without Jalen Hurts, if the Eagles get it, they're out if they have to play Tampa Bay. And I, I think, um, again, the Cowboys to me has been w- one of the things that breaks my heart all the time as I get behind them. I'm <laughs> rolling right. with them. I like what they're doing and they achy breaky heart me. They I do. mean, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy that one of the two, whoever ends up in that slot may get out. I'll sell. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to bet against Tom Brady. Probably not Ooh. smart. He's been doing okay. it for so long. I know he's got the track record, but I was down on Dallas coming into the year. I really was. Uh, Dak's good. 
Um, but losing the weapons that they did on the offensive side, I wasn't sold. But Micah Parsons is an animal. That defense has been really good. And I was also down a little bit on Philly. I mean, I thought they were going to be good. Didn't know just how good. Right. Jalen Hurts will be back for the playoffs. He'll be good enough to lead the Eagles over the Bucks. So, yeah, I'll sell. I think the, the Bucks lose in the first round. I also cannot stand betting for Tom Brady. It's crushed me in the past, but I'm also going to sell just because I'm buying the Cowboys. Strick, I said they're my pick in the NFC. They're going to achy break my heart. Mm -hmm. I'm already preparing myself emotionally for that to happen, but I'm still going to ride with the Cowboys. All right, guys, I got a pair of teams here that I want to ask this question for, and I believe that in their individual conferences, they're probably the number one team that you don't want to see in the playoffs right now. And I'll start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, They're going to play against the Tennessee Titans this upcoming weekend that will decide the AFC South Uh, Ryan Tannehill officially on the IR the Tennessee Titans have had the most injuries in the NFL up to this point in the season Derrick Henry didn't play last week still not sure on his status for this upcoming game but this is assuming that the Jaguars beat the Titans which I think we can all agree they probably will so my question to you as a host winning the AFC South Strick I'll start with you the Jaguars will win a playoff game by herself oof uh, that's that's tricky ground, but listen, um, they're gonna host because they're gonna they're gonna host a playoff game. Well, when I say it's tricky ground, it's tricky because for me, um, they've been so disappointing for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you've got Travis Etienne Jr., who's the mat, some you know who who has surpassed a thousand yards this year, averaging five yards a carry. The run game is is has gotten tremendously better. Um, most of their running backs, in 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 essence, are at least over four. And that's good that they've got a good running game. Uh, Travis is is being a little bit more consistent now. I mean, obviously, um, you'd like to see, uh, you know, probably more TDs in the passing category, but he's managing the games. He's running the games. He's getting it done. But then I look back again and they got they've got a surprise. I didn't expect this to happen, but Christian Kirk has come alive. And so for me. Um, I, I would say I think they got a chance. I mean, they've got they've got something that I didn't expect, and they're doing tremendous uh, as well. Great defense as well as Oliokon. Oliokon is um, uh, <laughs> he's been going nuts, you know, as far as tackles at the linebacker position. 171 tackles. That means he's everywhere. They've got solid defense, man. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay with it. Okay, it's. It's funny because the last time Jacksonville made the playoffs, they were 30 minutes away from going to Super Bowl. Yeah. They got hosed, got hosed on they a did. pass interference call. They did. That's the last time Jacksonville made the playoffs. Right now, if results hold, they're hosting the Chargers. Talk about injuries. Talk about a team you can't trust mm-hmm. in the Chargers. I buy in basically every other offseason into the Chargers. I like what they have. I think Herbert's on the rise. Trevor Lawrence has been better this year, though. He really yeah. has. Zay Jones should reemerge. He's been pretty good, been quiet for a couple weeks. So even though I think the Chargers have more of those headline guys, being at home and the way Trevor Lawrence has really popped this year, sure, I'll take the Jags to win a game. Yeah, I'm going to buy the Jags too. And I think 
the next team I'll say is probably the number one team that I don't want to play in the NFL playoffs right now, but I think that the Jaguars are a close second. Uh, the, the way they've been playing lately, Doug Peterson's a great coach. Trevor Lawrence officially not a bust. I know that a couple people were throwing that uh, word out there possibly for him. I got the Jaguars winning a playoff game too. Uh, so this is the team, guys, and you might disagree, but I think they are the number one don't want to see them in the playoffs team. Uh, that is the Green Bay Packers. So they at one point had a three. 3% chance of making the NFL playoffs as it currently stands. Win, and you're in. Aaron Rodgers playing like his old self, uh, finding a connection with Christian Watson, who is back and healthy. Sauce, this, guys, this is unprecedented territory for the Packers because they're going to be playing a road game. They're going to be a wild card team. But, Austin, I'll start with you because, Strick, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Green Bay Packers, buy or sell, win a playoff game. Absolutely not. Mm. Nope. I'm out on the Packers. I, I know they're hot. I know they're rolling right now. I just can't get over what I saw the first half of the season. Uh, you know, kind of like what Edwin was talking about with Nebraska basketball's run. You just expend so much energy to get back to even. If you're the Packers, you're expending so much. You know, you're playing elimination games basically every week just to get back to the playoff picture. Then you have to go on the road to the Lions, who, again, similar kind of boat, have been playing better. I still just don't trust the Packers. Sure, maybe they beat the Lions. They find a way to get into the playoffs, but I'm not taking the Packers to go anywhere if they do. Well, I will say I loved uh, Austin's premise on that one, but I think I'll switch it and say that they may get there because I think Green Bay's playing at home, and I could be wrong, but I think they are. And if they are playing the Lions at home, it is in Green Bay. I would have, okay. I would have liked the Lions in the dome as opposed to the Lions in the tundra. Sure. So I, I'm that. That's the only reason I would disagree with Austin on this particular instance is because. I think this game is going to be played outside the dome. What I think is so fascinating about this, and the reason that I buy, is because as it currently stands, uh, they would play San Francisco. Don't think that's a great matchup for the Packers, so I'd probably agree with you guys. But this is, in the case that they do play the Vikings, who are the three seed, could possibly be the two. Again, it depends on how this, this weekend shapes up. If they play the Vikings again, why would Green Bay be scared of the Vikings? I mean, I th I think that I think that the Packers showed last week. I mean, they can just bully the Vikings. So if that's the matchup that we're looking at, I think they blow the Vikings out. 49ers, a different discussion. I would love. Yeah. I, Strick, I'll tell you this much. I would love to yeah. see an Aaron Rodgers versus Brock Purdy game because that Ooh. is the the vet that's been there time and time again against the kid that was thrown into the fire five weeks ago. Would that, would be that would be a fun playoff story. game. Would be a fun. That would be a great story. That'd be a great story to pitch and to uh, uh, to promote as well. I, I actually would like to see that. That would be fun. I'd be in front of the TV watching that. Yeah, it'd be a fun one to watch. It'll be interesting too. Again, the Packers have to win to even get in. The Lions could play spoiler, could back their way into the playoffs as well. Uh, guys, this one's an interesting one because I, I didn't think I would be having this question before the season started, but I think we can all agree uh, the Buccaneers have not lived up to expectations. So last year, or excuse me, last week they did select solidify the NFC South. Uh, even if they do go 8-9, and nine, finish below 500, they will be the representative of the NFC South, and they will host a playoff game. So my buy or sell to you guys, Strick, we'll start with you. This year will be the last that we see Tom Brady in a Buccaneers uniform. I buy. And I buy because I think that 
he's looked around the the whole uh, landscape of the organization of Tampa, and he's he's seeing that there's really not much they can do from here or go from there, or they can enhance it to be, make it any better than what it is. So uh, I think that's going to be the case. I think he's uh, it's left a bad taste in his mouth. And I think he's going to be looking for a place to land, i.e. potentially maybe like uh, uh, San Francisco. Miami, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, You know what I mean? Maybe Miami, Vegas. He's got a couple places that he could probably land and really change the the dynamic. And the thing we do know about Brady, that Brady is willing to uh, sacrifice salary. Um, in order to make sure he's got pieces that he needs in order to to do what they need to do and make a run for uh, a deep playoff run. So um, I think some of those teams are going to be ones to watch out for is where there's trouble in, in paradise and, and maybe they don't like the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they want somebody to kind of lead the charge and what better person to have to learn from, grow from, listen to, sit there, look at his pad and see what he's looking at and see what he sees than, than, than him than Tom Brady. So I would, I would, uh, I would buy. I'll buy two, uh, with Strick on this one, but does he in another uniform or is he done? That's my question. Uh, I could yeah. definitely see him going someplace else, but the way Tom Brady, you know, was talking early in the season, just kind of the, the dead look in his eyes, the way things were going. Yeah. They, they're going to rally there in the playoffs. They win a division. Great. Tom Brady had the chance to walk away after he won the Super Bowl. And then the next year, leads the league in passing touchdowns, throws for a bunch of yards, drags that team with all those injuries to the cusp of another Super Bowl, you know, before they get beat by the Rams. And then he came back again, despite everything, despite the retirement. I think Tom Brady's just done. I could see him going someplace else, but I'd say he's done before he wears another uniform. It'll be interesting to see, too, because if we've seen anything from Tom Brady, he is one of the most competitive human beings on the planet, and I think Strick is right in the sense that he has that sour taste in his mouth. But I agree with you, Austin. I think it's probably time uh, to call it. I, I agree. I, I do. I want to say that, and I probably would have jumped in the in the pool with you on that one. And just, yo, we could have <laughs> been tapping some beer mugs and just having a ball on that one. But I'm going to say this. Um, I think with that, with the loss, the other dynamic that's being missed on this is the family loss, the, the marriage, yeah. Giselle. True. Sometimes men like us want to engrope ourselves in the work. Sometimes when we go through trauma, or we go through struggle, we'll put ourselves more into the work because it occupies the space, the time, the mind. Nothing like football to do that for Tom Brady because that's what he loves. That's what he excels at. That's what he's great at. I can either see him doing that, maybe jumping in the booth, Austin. So it's going to be something that he's still, he's still, you know, connected to, but Mm -hmm. it's going to, it could be one of those. If he does, he may jump straight to the booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's going to be plenty of opportunities for Tom Brady. I know that. Also, Cool and Luke says Nate's still mad at the Vikings for being the Colts. Love it. You know what? I am still mad about that, and I'm why not even going to discuss that. No. I, why are you mad? I'm a Colts fan. It was perfect. No, it was it was Jeff Saturday chess playing checkers, but it's still. I think that Matt Ryan got the brunt of the jokes, and I hate it. It drives me crazy because he doesn't play defense. You had a fun first half. You put up some points on a team that at that point had just kind of started their right? collapse. They hadn't collapsed yet. Um, yeah, you lose Jonathan Taylor. That really sucks. Um, but you, you have that fun first half. You still get a better draft pick despite I agree. the fun first half. And I had J- Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team. Got 30 <laughs> points <laughs> so from, it, from it. Wins well, all around. But you know what? You never want to be the stat of the worst comeback loss in NFL history. 
kind of fits where this franchise little, is at right that now. That is though. true. That is true. That is true. But it's still, I. It sucks. But. You never want to be on that statistic. That's for sure. Two more before you got for you guys before we get Brian Munson on. Uh, Strick, I'll start with you. We have seen the last of Carson Wentz as an NFL starter. Last week throws three picks. He's now being benched for rookie Sam Howell. Uh, have we seen the last of Carson Wentz as a starter in the NFL? Trash! He's done. <laughs> out of there. Let's go. Trash! Out! He, Bye. He, Go. He should, He's done. He should be done, but someone's going to take a chance on him. Whoever doesn't get Brady if he comes back. I mean, he's not... Obviously, Wentz isn't going back to Indy. The Jets gave Zach Wilson the dreaded vote of confidence. Do they take a shot on Carson Wentz? Think they could fix him? Carolina, do they know what they're doing? Someone will give Carson Wentz a chance. Whether they should or not, mm. it's a totally different question, but someone does. Uh, I think someone might. I just don't know if that's I the hate that. Choice. Yeah, Trash. I agree, yeah. Strick. Trust me. As, as Colts fans, we definitely know how that will go if you get Carson Wentz. Uh, last question I got for you, Austin, I'll start with you because I know where Strick's going to go with this one. Uh, the Detroit Lions now 500 for the first time in God knows when. Uh, they actually have, I would say, they're building something. I mean, this looks like a legitimate franchise for once. I think they've got their coach. Uh, they definitely have, have, have really improved on the offensive side of the ball, and a lot of that is credit to Jared Goff. But if we've seen the Lions, Ray, I apologize, the Lions do dumb things in the NFL draft. So I'll ask you, buy or sell, Jared Goff is the future of the Detroit Lions. Define what you mean by future. Like, do you think that they move forward with him as the starting quarterback? I think he starts for him next year. Okay. I don't think that he's the long-term answer for the next five years, but I think that he's still with him next year. So buy, I guess. Strict. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 um, I concur with with Austin, and and I concur that he start because you got him under contract. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I don't see them as an extension option. I don't see him as somebody that you know, like Austin just said, a five year option. But I do see him as somebody that they're gonna, you know, put the. Uh, uh, put him in the driver's seat and let him drive, and 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 uh, for the next year, and his contract will finish up. Now, unless he does some astronomical and he goes absolutely bonkers uh, <laughs> next year or something like that, then yeah, they'll they'll probably look look and uh, see what's out there. Now, what quarterbacks are out there coming up or, or that's going to present themselves? We still are yet to see. I mean, I don't know anybody that I personally would just be like, oh yeah, that would be good for the Lions, but. Um, we'll see as the as the season goes. I you know I, I think like a, a Michael Penix or somebody like that could could. Well, I think he's out this year. Oh, no, shoot. he said he's returning. No, no he's yeah, got he's one back. more. He did he's say back. he's returning. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, somebody like that. You know, there'll be a few of those that'll pop up out there in 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 the space and, and uh, find themselves a, as a valuable option. But Detroit is the place where you go to drown usually. So <laughs> <You're> right. If, <laughs> if I. <laughs> If I'm a quarterback in the draft, I don't want to go there. I probably want to go somewhere else. But I think they would do better. Austin, you may be able to say better, but I think they would do better um, in the veteran market and just kind of line somebody they're kind of familiar with and they know instead of the uncertainty of somebody coming in. Sure. I The Lions need some sort, sort of stability. I think Goff gives them kind of a bridge guy, but I also don't, don't know if he's the guy that you want a young guy learning behind because he is limited. I'm sure we haven't heard any you know, bad reports out of the locker room from him, but I don't know. I just wouldn't be comfortable with Jared Goff as my quarterback of the future. And is he the guy that I want my quarterback of the future learning behind? Probably not. I think he's a step up from you know your Sam Darnolds, your Baker Mayfields, 
but how big a step, I'm just not sure. This is, and this is where I just don't know if I agree with you guys. I think Jared Goff is the long-term answer for the Lions because I look at the, the franchise that is the Detroit Lions. Like you said, Strick, when's the last time that they had any resemblance of success? A prime Matt Stafford. And then, and then before him, during his tenure at the Lions, and now after, you've been a joke. You've been one of the biggest jokes in the NFL, and you have a guy that not only has led you to a 500 record, seems to be pretty happy in Detroit. Like I, like you said, I, was like, I haven't heard any problems in the locker room. I haven't heard him talk bad about Detroit. I've heard nothing but good things. And on top of that streak, you talk about him going bonkers. James Mitchell, your tight end, is healthy. Amon Ross St. Brown is becoming a top 10 receiver in the NFL, and Jamison Williams, who was your first-round pick last year, is now back on the field. So you're giving him weapons. I like the the duo of Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift. I I'm, I disagree with you guys. I think Jared Goff is the is the long-term solution for the Lions, and I just look at a franchise like that, and that's why I was so frustrated when the Browns got rid of Baker Mayfield is because the Browns have never had success in the past, what, 10, 15, 20 years? You have a guy that led you to a playoffs that embodies the city of Cleveland. I don't know. I just, I'm going to have to disagree with that one. I like Jared Goff, too. I'm a Jared Goff guy. How about that, Strick? What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, you're an uh, Andrew Luck guy, too. Okay, this is where I can't stand when you do this. This is where we draw the line. Uh, for what it's worth, too, uh, the Lions, the only two quarterbacks I would take over Jared Goff in the next draft are Caleb Williams and Drake May, uh, who will probably go one and two, so I doubt the Lions will be in that discussion, but who knows? It is Detroit. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Brian Munson going to join us next. Lots happening on the recruiting trail. We'll get his thoughts coming up next right here on the blog. Number nine. 